Hey, Gabe, what's at the end of your feet? Toes. Toes. Yeah, toes. Not, Not tos. tos. Welcome to Listen, Smile, y no te rindas. Este es un podcast para hispanohablantes que quieren mejorar su comprensión auditiva del inglés de los Estados Unidos. Somos dos hermanos estadounidenses con raíces mexicanas y soy Gabo, o Gabe, aquí con mi hermano mayor Goyo, o Greg. ¡Saludos! Bueno, hace un rato que, que no subimos un episodio, pero aquí estamos. Es uh, a causa de que estamos trabajando en otros proyectos para ustedes. Right now we're finishing an app that we hope to publish soon so that you can play games uh, related to the show. It's going to be very different and really cool. The big news this week uh, is that Gabriel's daughter, Ella, came to my house for the week and we had a big party and uh, it was just so much fun. I'm sorry that you couldn't be here, Gabe. Well, I was jealous to hear about it. I was happy to that she got to come and visit you and that you were able to do uh, a big party with lots of yummy food and lots of interesting friends of yours. Yeah, it was uh, it was a total blast. We listened to salsa and uh, some flamenco in another room and ate uh, fondue, and she was a great hostess. Everybody enjoyed talking to her. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Well, what are we going to be talking about this week? You said it would be kind of a fun topic. Yeah, today we're going to talk about English pronunciation, and we're going to talk about it in what we think is an interesting way. We're going to do some comparisons that you're not likely to hear on other uh, podcasts or in other English lessons. Uh, we want to stress that we're not trying to correct your pronunciation today. We are big believers in acquisition in, uh, in our philosophy, and that means that you're going to correct yourself. You're going to hear, understand, process, and eventually acquire and produce uh, your own accent based on what you hear. So we're trying to make your ears sensitive to how vowels often sound in English as compared to Spanish. Vowels in English are much more complicated. Uh, there's a lot more combinations of vowels that are used in what would appear to be very simple words that they actually have somewhat complicated vowel uh, combinations in them called diphthongs. We're going to be talking about that. If you can imitate uh, the sounds that you hear today, uh, you will sound a bit more native. Pero no es necesario sonar gringo para ser entendido. Claro que soy fácil de entender en español, pero mi acento no viene de ningún lugar en particular. Pero si me entienden, si me entienden, entonces tengan fe, poder pronunciar Sí es algo importante, pero si tienes un acento en, en tu propia lengua mientras hablas inglés, no pasa nada. Tranquilo. Todo está bien. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't understand any of that. <laughs> uh, so today, our episode is going to be a little bit unusual, y creemos divertido también, by demonstrating both a generic or, or neutral American accent and a southern accent, uh, meaning the accent of people who live in the southern United States. And of course, all southerners don't sound the same, but we want to give you a starting point. 
Si puedes entender el sonido de las vocales de los sureños, podrás distinguir entre la pronunciación, digamos, latina, en comparación a la gringa. So, we will have a vocabulary list uh, this week with four phrases you can listen for uh, that you may not immediately know. So, the first is to go shopping. So, that is ir de compras, to go shopping. Uh, a snail. This is a little animal that we call a caracol in Spanish, a snail. You're going to hear one of us talk about a tootsie roll. Uh, a tootsie roll is a type of chocolate candy, uh, un dulce de chocolate. And you're going to hear a reference to a garage door opener. A garage door opener. A garage door opener es un controlador de puerta de garaje. Garage door opener. ¿Puedes dejarnos una reseña, por favor? Nos ayudaría un montón para atraer a más oyentes en el internet. A veces leemos las reseñas durante el episodio, y si quieres mandarnos tu reseña, puedes ganar 20 dólares estadounidenses en nuestra rifa gratis fácilmente. Visita noterindaspodcast.es para ver cómo participar. Por favor, camina conmigo en tu mente. Vamos a usar la imaginación un poquito ahora. Piensa en la pronunciación de vocales como una línea. Una línea de la izquierda a la derecha. A la izquierda, vocales simples están de un solo sonido. Y a la derecha, diptongos o a lo mejor, en ciertos casos, hiatos. Con dos sonidos apartes y distintos están como en el nombre Mateo. Mateo. So a la izquierda, a, E, I, O, U, o E en inglés, E también. Y a la derecha, O, U, E, hasta EO, como en Mateo, el yato. ¿Ok? La pronunciación para el hispanohablante existe principalmente en la parte izquierda de la línea, obvio, ¿sí? Entonces, las vocales en español... Usualmente, no siempre, usualmente son sencillas, como A, E, I, O, U. En el centro de la línea, en lo cual dominan los diptongos más que a la izquierda, existe la pronunciación estadounidense. Y a la derecha, donde dominan los diptongos y a veces hasta los hiatos, existe la pronunciación sureña de los Estados Unidos. Y creemos que por fijarse en la pronunciación sureña, un hispanohablante puede detectar la diferencia entre su pronunciación y la de la gringa neutra. El sureño exagera, o sea, exagera el diptongo aún más. Entonces vas a oír más exag exageración hoy, más diptongo, más doble vocal, aunque la vocal en la palabra sea sola y supuestamente sencilla. So here are some examples of what we're talking about. Take the word G-O in English, G-O. Go, 
go. Detectas el diptongo en esta palabra. No es go. No es go. Es go. Go. Y en el sur es go. Go. Es aún más fuerte. So es go or go. Okay. Another example. Say. Say. Okay. So an American would say say as uh, two vowels. A and a little bit of the letter E at the end. Say, say. And a southerner would might say, 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 a little more strongly. Um, say. Okay, another one is food. Food. Okay, so food has a, a stretched out, almost double O sound or a double U sound. Not W the letter, the letter U twice. Food. Food. <laughs> and Gabe, will you say that with uh, like our like our aunt Aunt Mitzi says it? You said it perfectly, but that's right. Food, <laughs> food, food, food. So very wow. different than food, food, food. yeah, or food. Yeah. food, 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 food. Yeah. Okay, and then another one would be the a or the a sound becoming an a e sound, like in. Or an AU sound, like in program, program, program. A southerner would say, some southerners would say, program, program, almost like there's a Y-U-M, a Y-U-M on the end, like program, program. <laughs> Now, that's very strong. That's very strong. But it's not program, program. It's program, program. So you can hear the like an A-U-M on the end of that word, program. And then finally, the letter I can sometimes be a diphthong in English, a short I, the I sound. But in this case, very exciting, <laughs> the diphthong comes before the I. So it, it, we put an E before the I. So milk, right? So milk, right? It would be kind of the way you would read that as someone learning English. Milk, if you're speaking with an American accent, milk, milk. And then a Southerner would say milk. Or you could argue an M-I-U, right, Gabe? Milk, milk. <laughs> That's exactly right. You don't need to imitate this necessarily, but we do want you to hear it and understand it because you're going to hear people use more diphthongs than what you're used to in, uh, in Spanish, of course. Exactly. And eventually, eventually you can produce them yourselves when you're ready, when, you're, when your brain is ready. One more thing before we move on to some dialogues and examples that are more uh, in our normal style, and that is the difference between the letter S and Z. Now, this episode is about vowels, okay? This episode is about pronouncing vowels. But the letter S, which is voiceless, right? There's no vocal cord vibration in the S in the letter S and the letter Z is uh, voiced are pronounced with the same movement of the, the lips, teeth, tongue, right? It's a S, right? You're holding your teeth slightly apart and passing air through the gaps with your tongue up in the air. If you add a voice to that, you get Z. Okay. In our experience, it is easier. This is important. It is easier to say 
diphthongs with a z than with a s. And of course, Spanish-speaking people tend to say s because the z sound is very leve, right? Very light in Spanish if used at all, if used at all. So here are some examples of that. Goes, goes. Who knows where the time goes, goes. Not goes, not goes, right? Because you're saying G-O-U-S in your, in your pronunciation. Goes. Hey, Gabe, what's at the end of your feet? Toes. Toes. Yeah, toes. Not, not tos. tos. So yeah, no like, hay tos. No hay tos, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the podcast, No hay tos. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you say I have my tos are very cold, right, because I don't have my socks on or whatever, I'll understand you. But it's toes, toes. There's a diphthong in there, and there's a Z sound to that S. It's voiced. It's not voiceless. It's not voiceless. Here are a couple more. Squeeze, like apretar, squeeze, not squeeze, right? Squeeze. And finally, plays, plays, because the letter A in plays is not simple. It's a diphthong. Plays. It's like an E is in the middle of that word, even though it's not written there. I guess the letter Y is is representing that. So plays and not place. Now, the word place does exist, of course, lugar in English, but um, that it has less of a diphthong in its pronunciation. Place, plays, place plays. When you use a diphthong, a voiced Z is easier to produce than the S, voiceless S. Now, I can't imagine that any of you are still awake after that. (laughs) Um, But for, for those of you who are, um, you should know that this does cut both ways because I am a native speaker of English. Um, I was mispronouncing the word existe and I was pronouncing it existe because I was relaxed and my uh, English speaking brain was taking over. And so I was turning what should have been a s sound into a z sound, which made me sound uh, non-native. So it, it works in both directions. We thought that it would be helpful for you to hear a lot of examples of what we're talking about. So we're going to do four sentences next, and we're going to do it like this. First, Greg Ogoyo is going to say the sentence following the rules of pronunciation of Spanish, and we would call it like a generic Latin accent. Then Greg is going to read the same sentence in sort of a neutral American accent. Then I will say the same sentence in a Southern American accent. And then we got our dear friend Alec to record some sentences for us. And we're going to listen to him say the same sentence. Uh, and Alec is in, works in radio, so he works with his voice on a microphone all the time. But he does have a southern accent from, from North Carolina. 
Before I read the first sentence, as a Spanish-speaking person, please know I am not mocking anyone. No me burlo de, de nadie. I'm just trying to show how a Spanish-speaking person would tend to use these vowels when they're first learning to pronounce these words and uh, in, in the hope that you can hear the difference when we move over to an American accent and then a Southern accent. Are we going to go to Marcos to pick up a pizza? Or are we going shopping at the food city? Are we going to go to Marcos to pick up a pizza? Or are we going shopping at the food city? Are we going to go to Marcos to pick up a pizza? Or are we going shopping at the food city? Are we going to go to Marcos to pick up a pizza? Or are we going shopping at the food city? So could you hear the difference in some of the pronunciation of those words? For example, Marcos becomes Marcos, Marcos. There's a Z sound at the end and an O-U on the end of Marco, Marcos. I just noticed that pizza or pizza kind of became pizza. Pizza. <laughs> um, I didn't think about that, but pizza, that's a very strange sound. Yeah, pizza, pizza is, uh, <laughs> that's a very Southern pronunciation of that word. And then, of course, food is in there. Food city or food. Food is the American pronunciation. Food is the Southern diphthongy way of saying it. Are we going and, to uh, the food, food city? Yeah, food city. Yeah. <laughs> Fun to talk about. All right, number two. I can't believe this pollen. It is really aggravating my nasal allergies. I can't believe this pollen. It is really aggravating my nasal allergies. I can't believe this pollen. It is really aggravating my nasal allergies. I can't believe this pollen. It's really aggravating my nasal allergies. So some words in that sentence that, um, or those sentences that come to mind are can't, can't, <laughs> right? There's a diphthong in there. Can't, 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 not can't, right? The, the, a simple vowel in the A there uh, is not how we say that. And then, of course, there's the Z in uh, nasal, nasal nasal <laughs> because there's a diphthong in the first syllable nay it's not na or ne it's nay there's two sounds there nasal allergies all right number three if you look carefully you can see a large female snail just under that leaf if you look carefully you can see a large female snail just under that leaf. If you look carefully, you can see a large female snail just under that leaf. If you look carefully, you'll see a large female snail under that leaf. So, look, very simple sound, look, becomes look, which then becomes look, look. <laughs> There's a diphthong there. Um... And how about um, female, right? Female, 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 female. There's an M-A-Y-U-L in that. 
female, female, <laughs> female, uh, with with some with some southern pronunciation. And I'm just laughing, Oyentes, because I have such a thick southern accent, even when I try not to. Number four. Tony was having trouble programming the remote control on the garage door opener. So he called his neighbor, Assis, to come help him. Tony was having trouble programming the remote control on the garage door opener. So he called his neighbor, Aziz, to come help him. Tony was having trouble programming the remote control on the garage door opener. So he called his neighbor, Aziz, to come help him. Tony was having trouble programming the remote control on the garage door opener. So he called his neighbor, Aziz, to come help him. So the diphthong that I hear in that series is the word control, control, because the second O in control is really an O-U-L, control, control. <laughs> and as you get deeper into the South, you're going to hear that even more pronounced, control, 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 in, in just a standard accent, control. And then a deeper accent would be control, control. Gabe, how would you say that in your Southern accent? Uh, yeah, I would say uh, she had a, a very controlling boyfriend. <laughs> a controlling boyfriend. Okay. A controlling boyfriend. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. It's time to move on to our dialogue portion of the show. And this is where... You know, you have a little bit more narrative, a little bit more story flow to go with the with the examples. And we're going to do these in a straight American accent, and then we're going to do them as Southerners. Okay, so you can hear the diphthongs all the more clearly. Greg, watch me play Red Dead 2, man. Later, if we're going to the bank, we need to leave now. They close in 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay, just let me grab my wallet. All right, now as Southerners. Greg, watch me play Red Dead 2, man. Later. If we're going to the bank, we need to leave. They close in 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay, just let me grab my wallet. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, dialogue number two. Have you ever eaten a Tootsie Roll? I have. One time I ate 17 Tootsie Rolls in one sitting. 17? No way! I bet your stomach hurt after that. Did you have to take a Pepto-Bismol? No, but I didn't want any Tootsie Rolls for a long time after that. Instead, I ate Chocorolis. <laughs> Have you ever eaten a Tootsie Roll? I have. One time I ate 17 Tootsie Rolls in one sitting. 17? No way! I bet your stomach hurt after that. Uh, did you have to take Pepto-Bismol? No, but I didn't want any Tootsie Rolls for a long time after that. Instead, I ate Chocorolis. So to sum up, we want you to have the ability to hear that when 
a vowel is pronounced in English, sometimes there'll be another weak vowel, what's called a weak vowel, which is an I or a U often, snuck in often after the vowel and sometimes before. Listen for it and see if it's something that you want to try to imitate. And just know that when you're listening to Southerners, and we're a big part of the country, you're going to hear even more exaggeration in those diphthongs than if you're listening to someone from, say, Minnesota or California or New Jersey. And listeners, uh, and especially patrons, if you are interested in hearing more contrast and comparison of American regional accents, we can certainly do that. Um, we would be glad to do another episode with maybe a guest from uh, from a northern area or a more uh, pronounced uh, northern accent. Just send us an email uh, and let us know because we, we don't know if this is something you'd be interested in, but if, if it is, please let us know. We want to do it for you. And I would add that uh, we also have friends who are from England. So if you want to hear an English accent, uh, we can interview uh, someone uh, that's a good friend of mine. He's got a very pronounced English accent, and uh, it would be very instructive to compare his voice with mine and Gabe's. Right, right. It is uh, the land where this language comes from. That's true. Do they speak English over there in England? <laughs> not <laughs> all right well it's time for our quiz que se queda in la memoria what sticks in your brain after today's episode number one what type of food were greg and gabe discussing while deciding to go and get something to eat a tostones b pizza or C, snails in a wine sauce. <laughs> okay, what type of food were we talking about when we were deciding where to get food? We were talking about pizza, letter B, or pizza. Pizza, pizza, yeah. Very good, very good. That is correct. All right, number two. Why did Gabe need to stop playing Red Dead Redemption 2? A, he had to go to the bathroom. B, Greg had to take a pizza out of the oven. Or C, they needed to go to the bank. Hmm. Well, I probably did have to go to the bathroom, but I, I think the, <laughs> the main reason that I had to stop playing Red Dead 2 was because the bank closed in 15 minutes. So C, we needed to go to the bank. Muy bien, excelente, correcto. <laughs> All right, one more. Okay, one time, Greg ate 17 of what? A, Tootsie Rolls, B, Chocoroles, or C, Snails? Um, I would never want to eat one snail, not and forget 17 snails and i would love to eat 17 chocoroles but that would put me in the hospital so the answer is a 
Tootsie Rolls, Tootsie Rolls, which are smaller than Choco Rolls, right? They're they're bite size. <laughs> That's correct. You're this week's winner. All right, we want to thank our patrons. If you would like to become a patron of this show, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash no te rindas podcast. And we will shout you out. We will shout out your name in the next episode. Depending on your level of uh, patronage, you may receive a printable text of the examples given on the show. And for shows where we converse, you can receive a word-for-word transcript of the conversation that can be printed. Y si tienes alguna duda o sugerencia sobre el programa, como siempre, por favor, mándanos un email por questions arroba no te rindas podcast punto us. Por ejemplo, ¿en qué tipo de acento quisieras enfocar in un episodio en el futuro. Sí, buena sugerencia. And related to that, don't forget to visit our website, noterindaspodcast.us, uh, where you can find a blog uh, with interesting videos and readings uh, to practice your English uh, reading comprehension and listening comprehension. Uh, you can buy us a coffee there and also uh, check us out uh, on our social media under the social media pestaña. Uh, right now, let's see, Greg, uh, Twitter just changed to X, which I found very confusing when I looked down at my phone and saw a, an app I didn't recognize. Um, but we are on X. We're That's on right. Fa- we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, and we are on TikTok. <laughs> and, we're, and we're also on threads now, which is uh, part of Instagram. So we oh, have a thread right. account as well. Yeah. So all of those accounts are linked on the pestaña called social media on our website, noterindaspodcast.usa. Muy bien. Well, Gabe, I wish you had been able to come to the party. It sure was fun. But today's episode was sure a party listening to your beautiful Southern accent. And we want to thank Alec as well for his accent uh, and his time he took to uh, give us those examples. And we hope that this makes English more accessible for you listeners and more enjoyable as well. Yeah, we, we really appreciate your support and hope that we can be a benefit to you. Greg, I appreciate you uh, hosting her and being such a good uncle to her. But anyway, this sure was fun. All right. Well, I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.